one of the victims, I should say, of the pandemic has been athletes, teenage athletes, high school athletes, young athletes who like to play sports, draw a lot of their self-confidence, even maybe self-esteem from being on sports teams and then have had to go a year, if not longer, without being able to play. And this is manifesting itself in some actual uh, medical situations, depression and other actions, not just, well, woe is them, but serious consequences to some young people. So we asked a couple of people to join us on this. Dr. Eric Mackney is with Henry Ford Sports Medicine. He's an orthopedic surgeon there. He's joined us before, talked very interestingly about the uh, the situation of, of, of uh, kids overthrowing and uh, the injuries that they're having for overdoing things on the baseball field in particular. Also joining us is Kristen Felgenauer, who is a licensed master, master social worker, Henry Ford behavioral health therapist, who works with athletes at universities. Dr. Mackney and Kristen, thank you both for coming on with us. Um, let me start with you, Dr. Mackney. When did you start noticing this as more than just an occasional thing, but a trend? Hey, Mitch. Uh, you know, thanks for bringing light to this topic. Um, I started noticing this about four or five months ago. Um, I started noticing that, uh, you know, I see a lot of kids uh, and high school athletes and either, you know, usually their parents would kind of tell me while they're with the kid, you know, they'll say, listen, so-and-so hasn't been able to play a lot of sports because they've all been shut down. And we've noticed he or she has had a lot more trouble concentrating or with dealing with depression, or they'll even pull me aside. I've even had parents write notes to me before I went in the room saying, you know, please understand so-and-so is having more depression and anxiety because he hasn't been able to play football or baseball with his friends. And this is taking a huge toll. So please give him any words of encouragement. And so um, it's been pretty alarming. And we've seen reports on the news of, of kids even committing suicide uh, because of this downward spiral. And Kristen, what have you noticed when they, they come to talk to you, particularly some of these university athletes? What, what, are, they, uh, what are they complaining about? What, what, is, what is besetting them? Mitch, you know, there's been a, a lot of impact on our, our athletes who are students. They're having a lot of trouble with school. Uh, they're generally, as athletes, high performers who want to perform well, both in the field and academically. They're high achievers who have big goals and um, they're having trouble with motivation. They're having trouble with um, concentrating. They're not sleeping as well. Um, they're more irritable and, and things, they're just not finding pleasure in things that they would normally enjoy. Uh, you know, their social skills have been, uh, their socialization has been changed because they're not able to spend time with their friends. Their routine has been changed. They're not in school, not on the field. And so overall, their, their whole routine, uh, which our athletes are really accustomed to, has been completely upended for them. Now, uh, Erica, has, has this become more than just well they're they're not happy i mean are we are we seeing you know some serious health consequences i I hate to go to the uh you know suicide numbers or attempted suicide numbers and things like that that we hear about in some of these cases but is, is it more than just anecdotal oh you know this kid was really unhappy kind of stuff yeah i mean it's resulting in in clinical depression and anxiety um and i take care of a bunch of kids who have taken care of their older brothers and sisters and i'll ask the parent you know how the brother or sister's doing. And they'll say, well, you know, they were playing college sports, it got shut down and now 
they're struggling with real depression and having lots of issues with grades. And, and, you know, for athletes, and certainly when I was playing sports in college, everything revolved around the, the sport, you know, you revolve your homework and your socializing all of that around your sport. And when you lose that, you lose a lot of your focus. And that's when things start wandering and you lose that support system uh, with your friends and teammates to kind of vent and, and let loose and socialize. And when you lose that, there's a loss of direction. Yeah, I mean, you're right about when you you say that your life, especially at the college level, kind of revolves around it. The, the guys you hang out with or the women you hang out with tend to be people on your team. Your, your training schedules, your classes, if you work with tutors, if you're going on the road uh, for for road trips and everything. I mean, it, it really becomes, at least for the season that you're participating in, really becomes a, a big part of your life. Kristen, uh, we're hopefully taking a turn on, on the uh, – uh, on the pandemic, what would you say to uh, parents who are, who are, you know, trying to get their kids to feel better uh, and hopefully hoping that it'll happen in September? Yeah, absolutely. Uh, don't, don't hesitate to reach out to the experts, reach out to, um, to uh, you know, your, your child's pediatrician, your family medicine doctor um, and talk to your kids, ask them how they're doing. I, this is, I, I know we've said this before about the pandemic and, and it will probably never stop saying it, but this is unprecedented, unchartered territory. And so as much as the adults don't know what to do, the kids also don't know how to handle this and, and don't know what the next step is for them. You know, as Dr. Mackney was saying, the, the athletes have such a, a social stability in their sports and, and the best thing that parents can do is really talk to their kids and find out where they're at and how they're feeling. And if the kid expresses any kind of um, stressor or isn't appearing the way that they normally would, don't hesitate to reach out to the professionals because there are people that offer these services and that are able to help them to manage these, these symptoms so that um, – they're not forcing this long term to be, you know, to be a long term problem more than it needs to be. Good. Well, this is gr- this is great stuff. And I really appreciate you both coming on, pointing out an issue that uh, is important for people. And, and, and maybe there are parents out there who think, well, my kid is just alone in this and uh, we're worried about him because he or, she or her because uh, they're, they're, they're just so unhappy. They're not alone. As you can see, this is this is a phenomenon going on, and we're just talking to two people from the Henry Ford system. I'm sure if we had people from U of M or Beaumont or any hospitals around the country or, 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 or other doctors, we'd hear the same thing. So, Dr. Eric Mackney, thank you for uh, bringing this to our attention. And Kristen Felgenauer, thank you for uh, sharing some time with us on this as well. Thanks for having us, Mitch. Yeah, thank you for having me. We'll take a brief break. We'll come back with more here on 760 WJR.